guys! Welcome to At The Movies Podcast with yours truly, Jackie. This is episode 5, and the featured movie today is Disney's Pixar, Coco. So today I'm joined with my lovely Ileana. Say hi, Illy. Hello. And, of course, the one and only Jonathan Cobbs. What up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, how are you guys? How's everything? Uh, <laughs> everything's alright. Uh, two days away from election day, so... See what happens. I'm eager to find out. And then uh, about a week and a half until the Xbox launches oh and I go God. pick that bitch up. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited nice. for that. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Oh <laughs> what about you, Illy? How are things? Well, it's kind of like Christmas for me, like separated by months because I pre-ordered. Um, let's see. What did I pre-order? Oh, Jonathan. Have you been playing, um, what is it called, Age of, Cal- um, Age of Calamity? Oh, no, I haven't. No. No? Mm-mm. They have the they have the uh, demo available for download on Nintendo Switch. Dang. Like, online. So I kind of started on it, and it's like, uh, it's the best button, like, button smasher ever. I don't know. Jackie should totally try it. <laughs> but uh, I was playing that, and then they also have the demo for the... Pikmin 3 Deluxe re-release for the Switch also, so I was playing some of that too, and I pre-ordered all those bitches, and I'm just kind of waiting until they get released, (laughs) which I think Pikmin releases at the end of the month, I think. I don't remember which it does. Yeah, I think actually, I think it's already out. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it's the end of the month, I'm going to say. Yeah, just ignore me. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know anything. Pikmin 3? What? <laughs> I don't know anything that you guys are talking the about. Thing, the only thing Jackie knows is Animal Crossing. That's it. Yeah, and, and I think I think you would like Pikmin. Pikmin. She also yeah. likes uh, Among Us. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you played Among Us yet, Illy? I have it downloaded. I just haven't gotten to it. Oh <laughs> yeah, we need to play. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> So, uh, like I always ask, uh, what's your song of the day? What's been stuck in your head all day, Illy? Uh, it's called Think by, and forgive me if I botched this, but I think it's Kaleida or Kaleida. Kaleida? What, what it's kind? It's K-A-L-E-I-D-A. Huh. Is that like EDM or what kind of music is sort that? Sort of. Yeah, well, I mean, it's highly synthesized as most, most of the things I listen to are, but um it comes out on john wick the first one. Oh, you know i never saw that movie is it good oh, really? I've, I've actually really wanted to watch those movies watch one and two you can skip three oh, okay i think there's gonna be a four in and my five. opinion <laughs> i think they're like yeah, making more i know three i was highly disappointed with three <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad <laughs> But it's a lot it's of action, boring. right? Like, yeah, but it was just kind of repetitive. Like, it was nothing new, and I, I was bored. <laughs> it's one of those movies. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Oh my god! <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? What song's been stuck in your head all day? I don't know. I really haven't had a song stuck in my head today. Have I been singing anything to you? No, not that I know of. I, don't think I always every time I have a song stuck in my head, I sing it to you all day. And you get annoyed, but uh, (laughs) no, not really. I mean, just all the music from Coco because we watched it like twice today. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love it. It's cute. 
Um, I think what song's been stuck in my head like all week. Um, it's called Eyes Closed by Bearings. Hmm. They're a pop punk band. And- what about uh, Eyes Open? Oh my god! <laughs> what happens then? You sound like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But yeah, for me, I mean, not, I don't know. I can't really think of a song. I've been really listening to different shit um, every day. So yeah, uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Why well, need to check out um, your artist, Illy? See, I need to broaden my horizons a bit. That's a that's a big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Illy, stop playing with your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Alright Let's move on to our next segment Sorry. <laughs> So funny <laughs> I'm gonna bring a pussy on your show Every single time yeah. <laughs> Thank you I can't believe I'm gonna have the honor <laughs> Alright Let's move on <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? So, what's your starter? Pick a snack. Chocolate-covered raisins or chocolate-covered peanuts? Illy, what do you pick? Chocolate-covered raisins. I freaking hate peanuts. <laughs> really? Like any nut or just peanuts? Any nut in general. I've been kind of getting used to them, but I have to have chocolate and raisins at the same time with my trail mix or else I won't eat it. Because it's just dry and just makes me thirsty, and I freaking hate it. Yeah. So chocolate-covered raisins all the way. <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, chocolate-covered penis. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely going to go with the raisins also. Yeah. I love I love chocolate-covered raisins. You know that. Yeah, those raisinettes. Yeah. I hate chocolate-covered raisins because I hate, like, <laughs> the tart with, like, the chocolate and, like, the gooiness. Like, ugh! It just I I don't like it just the texture, so I'm more of crunchy and I I'll pick chocolate covered peanuts for the win. Chocolate covered peanuts as it is. Yeah, I love <laughs> I love my nuts. <laughs> and I know I asked Jonathan this question last time, so uh, I'm gonna direct this towards you, Illy. Um, but do you normally eat before when you like when you guys go to the movies or something, or do you wait till after the film to go eat? We kind of, we're kind of chaotic when it comes to that. Sometimes we eat before, sometimes we eat after. Um, and if we eat before, we just eat at home. Mm. Yeah. Um, if we eat after, then we usually get takeout. And I, like, I should cut down on the red meat, but I, I really love burgers. So we'll, we'll probably go for a burger if, <laughs> if, if I'm involved. <laughs> nice from where? <laughs> Oh, uh, I like Five Guys a lot. Oh, yeah, nice. Five Guys is really good. It's just super expensive. Yeah, it's yeah. like fucking thirty dollars for one meal. <laughs> <laughs> but like everything's like separate, right? Like the yeah, buns the are separate, separate, the meat separate. Yeah, <laughs> the, the but those burgers are really good, though. I agree. Yeah, yeah they are good, but it is pretty yeah. expensive. Um, and then I like, like barbecue sauce in my burgers. Oh my god! So wow! Like you and I are twins. <laughs> like the same shit. I hate barbecue. <laughs> I love barbecue. It's dank. It's delicious. <laughs> um, what about um, like how do you guys decide which movie you want to pick? Like, what if there's like 
10 fucking movies you want to see in one day, but you have to choose like two. Like, how do you guys like decide? Well, A, what looks cheesy, like less cheesy? <laughs> what we're, I guess, what we're least likely to be disappointed with. And B would be like, I guess, how tired we are or how drained we are. Because if I'm like really drained, then I don't feel like watching anything too uh, expensive cognitive wise. <laughs> So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think I'd fall asleep through it. Or, or if I had like a really rough day, I need something that's going to be emotionally comforting. So I'll go for like a cartoon. <laughs> Cries. I'm a big old baby, dude. <laughs> it's okay. Jonathan is too. Just kidding. I am too. <laughs> I, I cried earlier when we watched Coco. So do yeah. we for real like cry like really hard? <laughs> I was I was like reading over your questions and thinking about my answers and I'm just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was crying typing these. <laughs> Papa Papa <laughs> So sad. Oh, god. oh my god, that's like so sad. It is. <laughs> which which actually since we're like on the topic of like um uh what's it called? Like I guess music and family ties and how it makes you kind of like want to cry yeah. <laughs> like uh there's this actually now uh, i should probably do it now before you get too far into your feed but <laughs> what? uh with respect to what's your song of the day of the day or the week mm-hmm. i could recommend one that's really good <laughs> and it's in spanish it's called pobre papa pobre papa Pero... yeah by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> El Cuarto de Nos. Or was it Raro? Hmm. Is it sad? Yeah, it's like, it makes me it makes me sad every single time I listen to it. Uh-huh. Kind of like um, it, Hurt by um, Johnny Cash. Cash. <laughs> yeah, that song makes me want to fucking punch a hole in the wall with sadness. I know I know. Jackie's going to like be really disappointed when I say this, but I like the original Nine Inch Nails version. <laughs> oh my god like, that van man <laughs> i love it that's like that's like my time you know i know i was growing up god. but uh i think uh, rick and morty did an excellent job at utilizing that song though <laughs> <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> that's true oh i'll give you that one <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's um let's move on to film overview. Come on everybody. Here we go. All right. Let me start with the summary. So, despite his family's ancestral ban on music, Miguel dreams of becoming an accomplished music- musician like his idol Ernesto de la Cruz. Desperate to prove his talent, Miguel finds himself in a colorful land of the dead, following a mysterious chain of events. Um, and then also, before I get into more details, um, listeners who don't know what Day of the Dead is, um, or Dia de los Muertos, uh, it's Day of the Dead, and it's basically a Hispanic holiday uh, where... We reunite the living and the dead, and we remembered uh, the loved ones that we've lost. Um, and it occurs on November 1st and November 2nd. 
Um, I know the first one is um, Dia de los Angelitos, which you remember the children. Um, and then November 2nd would be um, Dia de los Muertos, but also uh, Day of the Adults, which, Illy, you're probably going to have to tell me on this one. <laughs> is it Defuntos? Am I saying that right? Like Dia de, uh, de los Defuntos, right? Yeah. Okay, because I thought it would just be adults in Spanish, but that's the same thing, right? No, defuntos is just, it just means dead, I think, from what I understand. Okay. Yeah. Because I know um, November 2nd is when you pay respects to the adults. Uh, that's just how I didn't even I was, know that. Yeah, that's what my mom used to always tell me. Um, well, that, that makes sense if, you know, you're doing Angelitos first and then Day of the Dead or Dia. It's, the, it's like saying Day of the Dead. It's the same thing. You're just doing adults or whatever's left, you know? <laughs> what, yeah. Anything after kids is adult, so. Yeah, because, like, so uh, with this, we do ofrendas, which are offerings, and we basically make an altar and you put pictures of the loved ones that have passed and you um, put offerings like food or toys or just something that reminds you of them so when they cross over to the living side they see what you brought them mm-hmm. um but i i also read that like yeah the the day of the dead for adults it's more of like you leave them like tequila and like more adult stuff like that yeah opposed to the children where you leave, the flashlight like, you know stuff like that. <laughs> yeah you know dildo <laughs> all that fun <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, that's if if people didn't really know the background of it. But um, yeah, what, what do you guys think of that? I don't know if you guys have heard any more of it, like details. Uh, no, nothing more than you've pretty much said. Yeah. Um, okay, so the release date of this film was on November 22nd of 2017. Uh, with Walt Disney Pictures and, of course, Pixar, Pixar Animation Studios. Uh, the writers were Adrian Molina, which he's also known for doing The Good Dinosaur. If um, I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I haven't. I heard it's pretty sad, but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't checked that one out. You, Illy? I've seen it, but it's been so long that I can't remember. <sighs> Was it sad? I hadn't seen it because I heard that it's like a real tearjerker. <laughs> She just she doesn't remember. No, but like if she remembered crying oh. on it, I think I'd remember if I cried. I probably cried. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I cried everything. If it if it has anything to do with an animal, and if it's like remotely said, I'll I'll cry. Even a dinosaur. <laughs> Even a dinosaur. Um, another writer was Matthew Aldrich. Um, the story was by Lee Uncritch. I hope I'm saying these names right. It might um, be Uncrick. I don't know. Uncrick? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Weird ass names. Uh, but he did Toy Story 3. I know he wrote that one. I think he's done uh, quite a few of other Pixar movies. Yeah. Uh, as backgrounds. Um, Jason Katz also did the story. And then Adrian Molina, too. Adriana. No, it's Adrian. Oh. I accidentally put Adriana. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Um, and then the directors, again, it was Lee Unkrich. I was saying that right again. And Adrian Molina. Uh, the music scores were by Michael Skears. Um, and he's also known for doing The Incredibles and Up. 
Um, and I believe he actually won an award for Up um, for doing the music for that. Um, also, the runtime of the whole movie was 105 minutes. Yeah, a lot of the... I, I just thought I'd mention real quick, like yeah. a lot of the people who direct and write the Pixar movies, it's always the same people. Yeah. They're just... They have rotations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, so if you go see the history of Pixar, that one... I guess documentary I was making oh, you watch. Yeah. Uh, they mention it in there. Like they don't mention it, but they you could see it's just it's the same people and over and over. Like multiple projects are are going on concurrently, mm. and that's why you always see the same names. But yeah. it's always like people are doing different projects at the same time, so they could release movies like constantly. Yeah, yeah. Because cool. I mean, they take forever to make. Yeah, you know? like you know, Pixar. They have a lot of constant talent that never leaves, so that's True. that's why you see a lot of the same names and stuff. Just add a little, add a little tidbit in there. Yeah, you guys feel free to chime in. I mean, <laughs> honestly, interrupt me, please. So, um, notable actors: uh, Benjamin Bratt. He plays uh, Ernesto. Uh, he came out of Miss Congeniality. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen Miss Congeniality, yeah. I love that movie. I've always thought he looked kind of like. Uh, Really fucked up. Um, what's that guy's name? The one, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? No, he looks like that other guy, that Hawaiian guy from uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Hawaiian The guy? one that plays the husband of the girl who's the mortician. Oh, yeah, he does look like that guy. I don't know yeah. his name. I don't know his name either. Oh, my God, I'm or, so lost. Do you or, know who I'm talking about? <laughs> or maybe no. maybe Lou Diamond Phillips looks like a really fucked up version of Benjamin Bratt. Because Benjamin Bratt looks a little bit less fucked up. Yeah, he doesn't look that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips looks like shit now. <laughs> I mean, he did play the Night Stalker, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how fucked up he looks now. He <laughs> I'm did. kidding. What a good role. The guy from the Bomba? Yeah, yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips, and then look up Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> look at both of those guys. Oh my god, <laughs> Benjamin Bratt, 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 <laughs> Bratata. Um, and then also we have uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. That was really good. First try, Gael. Mm-hmm. Um, he played Hector. Um. He's no, I've never seen this movie, uh, but it's called Y Tu Mama También, and uh, yeah. Diego Luna comes on in that one. Yeah, I and saw I, it. I think they, uh, yeah, you did. I've seen it. It was really awkward. I saw I, it with my family. Yeah, I think he like rims him or something or like. I don't remember. Just, fucks his asshole. I don't remember. It was really know. sexual though. But You mean in the threesome scene? <laughs> no, like just them two. <laughs> Diego yeah. Luna and Gael. He's actually. Didn't it start as a threesome? Though? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long. I've since never I've seen, seen that movie. Yeah. It was it was a threesome, but then the lady backed out just mm. to watch the two. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. So it was Rim City after that. But I know you guys. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's. <laughs> he, um, Gael is actually really good friends with Diego Luna. They're like best buddies. Oh yeah. That's probably are. why now because they rimmed each other. <laughs> That's the key. You have to do that, and then you become best friends. Yeah. Write down that movie. Let's watch it. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, they're really good friends, and they're both Mexican actors. Yeah. You know, so that's cool. So and they kind of started off together, I guess. Like yeah. I don't know. Obviously, he probably makes more Spanish films than um, American films. Yeah, they both like. Uh, I think they have a production company together that oh, they made that's cool. in Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then they're also obviously they're friends with um, what's his name, um, Del Toro, the director, not oh, the actor. Guillermo. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all they have their own little Mexican circle <laughs> that's like also acts in American movies and shit. It's pretty cool. Uh, You'd love to see it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is Alana Ubach. I want to say it's pronounced like that, uh, but she played Mama Imelda. Um, and apparently, I haven't seen the show. I know Jonathan has. I don't know about you, Illy, but she came out in um, Euphoria, which is on HBO. Have you seen I that seen one yet? Yeah, no. me either. It's on the to do list. Yeah, uh, I heard it was really good. It is. It's wild. It's fucking crazy. Like if you're, I know I'm. I'm gonna make Jackie watch it while she's here. But um, yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it's entertaining for sure. It's better than fucking True Blood. <laughs> oh. <wait. laughs> Oh my god, I finished it by the way. Oh, is it like a lot of drugs and sex? Yeah, a lot of sex, drugs, you know, a bunch of kids in high school doing crazy shit. Um, I know, um, what's her name is like the main star, uh, Zadaya. Mm -hmm. She's uh, like a drug addict. And then all her friends are like crazy. Like, you just need to watch it. It's hard to explain. (laughs) Like, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to watch this show. Like, it's got really good reviews. It's won Emmys and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to watch it. Like, this looks good. And yeah, sure enough, I was, I was mind blown by it. But yeah, wow. I know you'll like it, Jackie, because you like all that crazy shit. too. Is it so. like soft porn, like True Blood? Or is it like yeah, a lot of it? Yeah. Dick going but, in. Oh, my God. There's, no. there's a lot of <laughs> profanity. Like, OK, I'll probably like it. Yeah. Despite they don't show Dick going in, but it's whatever. Yeah. But, but, uh, they're. <laughs> I saw a part um, when they were talking about uh, unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, parts part, are funny. Uh, that part was pretty funny. Yeah, funny. yeah. They do a lot of those little like she like goes through scenes like where I don't know. They like act it out like they're doing like dick pics one hundred and one, and they're showing you like how to deal with dick pics. It's funny. like real beepies. They show yeah, they show beepies? dicks and shit. Yeah. Oh my God. I have Jackie's to watch like, Oh my God. That. She's already over there watching it. She's like, fuck the podcast. Oh, we schedule guys. You're like, my. Oh my God. Just kidding. Wow. What a, what a tangent we went on. <laughs> oh my god the next cast star uh is gabriel iglesias uh he played um the clerk on when they're figuring out what to do with miguel i don't know if you guys remember that he had like the accountant like visor yep. or whatever definitely yeah the green was, one yeah it was real noticeable <laughs> that it was him he has like this like i don't know same about him but he did a great job um then edward james almost uh he played chicharron uh, which he was the one that was like literally died in the hammock after yeah. he played that yeah. Juanita song or whatever. <laughs> um, and then Chich Marin, uh, he played the corrections officer that I guess detained him. Mm-hmm. Or at least tried to. I don't, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. let him go, but like, yeah. But yeah, these characters, like, I know they were only in for like maybe five minutes, maybe less, but. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, a like, lot of notable, you know, Mexican American actors. Yeah, yeah. exactly. American me. <laughs> blood in, blood <laughs> out. <Just kidding. laughs> Isn't Ender James almost in that one? Right. Uh, I think he's he's only an American me. I think. I mean, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm in uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. He's in Blood in, Blood Out. No. 
Yes, he is. Right? Okay. But those look yeah. for life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I haven't seen those movies in a while. Yeah, we should watch them. Um, <laughs> so the box office, their budget was estimated to be $175 million, but the gross in the U.S. Uh, was $50,802,605. Uh, oh, my God. That took me, like, really long to say that number. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't even read numbers anymore. Um, and that was their opening <clears throat> weekend. Uh, so November 26th and so forth. Uh, but the cum- cumulative worldwide gross uh, came out to a hundred... No. Oh, my God. A hundred and seven million... Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Eight hundred and seven. What did seven. I say? You said a hundred and seven. Oh, shit. <laughs> eight hundred. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Okay. Uh, eight hundred and seven million, eight hundred and seventeen... Thousand. Thousand, eight hundred and eighty-eight. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Just it made eight million, million dollars, guys. Like, Not even eight million. I mean, yeah, eight hundred million. Eight hundred million. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! It's just one of those days. Yeah. I just can't count today. <laughs> so they did damn good worldwide. Like that's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. What happens when you release good shit? You know? Yeah. It's the thing about Pixar. It's banger after banger. Like they're really good. Is. Uh. And that was according to IMDb, right? Yeah, yeah. TV. <laughs> uh, and according to IMDb, they got an 8.4 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes got a 97%. And Metacritic got an 81%. So nice. it got pretty good ratings. Very nice. Which it really did deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an awesome movie. It, I'm not surprised by these reviews. It's good. Same. And it was like about time that we got some Hispanic heritage and some some representation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for real. So the character breakdown. Who's your favorite character, Jonathan? My favorite character is Miguel. Miguelito. Yeah, he's the star of the show. Um, you know, he really resonates what you go through as a little as a young little Mexican kid, mm-hmm. and you know, brings back memories to me. Especially as a, you know, like I was saying, a little Mexican kid growing up, like uh, your family's really against a lot of stuff you want to do. And they're always like preaching it. You know, the family's all about this. You can't do that. You can't do this. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, to him, they told him he couldn't do music because the family is all about shoes, right? Making shoes. And that's how it is in Mexican heritage. Like they're really stubborn. You know, the family's like, no, you got to stick to this. You got to do it this way. The family. The family, family way. Legacy, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and then also just, like, looking at how (laughs) he grows up with his grandmas, you know, his great-grandma Coco, and um, it's just, you know, (laughs) we've all had a grandma that looked like that. It was hilarious. Yeah. And um, (laughs) also, like, the way he's just mischievous and he's just curious about everything. He goes around the plaza and stuff, like, wants to do his own thing. I don't know. It just resonates a lot of what I went through as a kid. So Mm -hmm. I love it, and he's just a really cool character, and I love all the songs he sings and shit the music what about you Ellie um I have to I'll, I'll agree with um with Jonathan and say that Miguel is like someone that you definitely do relate to during the movie for all the same reasons that he mentioned mm. um but I feel like I like Hector as a character more 
Mm. Yeah, he's definitely um, awesome. Yeah. 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 I just think he's fun. He is. Um, yeah. But if I were to pick like an ultimate favorite, if it doesn't have to be human, I would pick the cat Alibrije. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you would! I love that thing whenever it comes out. <laughs> it's, it's cute. Um, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with both of you, uh, Miguel. Like, I just like that he's got, you know, he's got big dreams and he really wants to pursue it. And yeah. Of course, his family's telling him no. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. But yeah, he won't take no for an answer. And I think that's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then how he's just so curious about his great, great grandpa. He doesn't know who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. He And then he realizes, oh, it might be. Um, Hector de la Cruz, or no, not Hector. Um, what's his name? Ernesto. Ernesto. God damn it! And I was like, damn, like you know, yeah. I don't know. You just your mind gets kind of attached to this character because you're like, damn, this is like shit I would do, or yeah, yeah. I don't know. Definitely. What what other different characters uh, do you think stand out in the film other than Miguel and uh, uh, Hector? Mm, obviously, Ernesto does. You know, he's like. The big you liar. Know, well, at first you don't know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, Miguel's like, oh, I need to find this guy. You know, yeah. he's, you know, Miguel's like, he's my idol. <laughs> like, he's one of the greatest. Even the sit, the little town they're in, like, idolizes him. Statues everywhere. His grave is like so Gucci. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, obviously he's one that stands out, and you're like, damn, you know, we all want to figure out more about this guy. Mm. Like, what made him so great? You know. And then once you find out he's a fucking asshole, <laughs> uh, the, the whole time he was an asshole, and you're like, like, oh shit. You're like, of course. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, all the other ones, like all his family characters are all like, you know, they're just side characters, but mm-hmm. they do represent a lot of different family. That's how they are, you know? Yeah. You have your crazy aunts, crazy uncles, Grandma's. cousins, <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> your abuelitas throwing chanclas and shit. Yeah. Getting <laughs> mad at you for leaving, you know? Getting mad at you for not wanting to eat. <laughs> yeah, and like making you oh, eat God. more than you want. Making I love how they had a lot of that representation in there. Mm-hmm. Every time like I would see shit like that, I was like, damn, like that's straight up our heritage right there. You yeah. know, Mexican yeah. culture, like it's like, no, grandma, I'm not hungry. Like, no, oh, no, it's fine. Just eat this. Like, fuck, I, I just told you I'm not fucking hungry. Then you give me, like, five tamales, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what about you, Illy? What other characters? Um, I want to say the grandma. Um, I think it was interesting that throughout the history of this family, um, the women were the ones that passed on the traditions, and the family was centered around the women. Yeah. Um, not necessarily the other way around. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of maternal figures, um, both in the living and also the dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I like how they did that. Yeah, that I mean, uh, you talk to any Mexican, you know, heritage people, any of our family, any kid, they'll say that their grandma, their mom is always the center of the family, you know? Like, yeah. They're the ones that make things move, you know, they're the ones that make the you know like like Ellie said they pass down the traditions they mm-hmm. everything revolves around the mexican women you know yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool but <laughs> they're the ones that implement everything they're yeah. like no remember you to do this yeah they, they're the that. enforcers of the family yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's awesome that they that they did that and it's really true to our culture and yeah. also like um was her name imelda um 
know how she was like very like a strong character mm-hmm. and you know she represents you know a single woman yeah uh you know raising a child on her own single mm-hmm. mother so that was cool and exactly. you look what she did she had this big old family all on her own like she did that you know and she started a fucking business like, yeah exactly more to yeah. you she, yeah. she was uh, able to secure her family's legacy um, legacy yeah. yeah. Well, also their their economic welfare. Yeah. yeah. Everything. For yeah. generations. Yeah. She did that. She grew the family on her own. You know, Coco ended up having a more extended family. Yeah. <laughs> but she raised Coco all on her own, and she made the business, like Illy said. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty cool that you see that. It's just like uh, in the beginning uh, when like they're showing like the story on the the flags, the the banners or whatever, and like yeah. how they're like, yeah. Uh, my grandpa didn't want to be there and he took off. But my mama Coco, uh, my mama Coco, my mama Imelda wasn't going to fucking wait. Like, yeah. she, like, <laughs> took initiative. Like, I'm not going to wait for no man. <laughs> it's like, that's so true. Like, I don't think any Mexican woman is going to be waiting around. They're like, no, I, I've got a daughter. I've got a mouth to feed. Like, let's do this. Let's get to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the grandma, too, uh, I think what stands out the most for me on her is her apron. I know I said this to Jonathan earlier, but she has that classic pink apron that, you know, I think all of our grandmas have had. And they've probably literally made that apron with their hands. I know my mom has some old aprons that her her mom has made and they look exactly Mm -hmm. like that. So that like it just brings back memories of like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. I I love how they tie in just like the little details like that into the movie. But Mm -hmm. yeah, those I like those characters. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, But the other ones, yeah, they're pretty much like background characters. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like how they um, like with the the ones who are dead, they still like make their skeleton to look like their actual self in their pictures. Mm-hmm. Like just the shape of their face when they're yeah. like gorditas, like their skeletons like bigger, like it's just so cute. Yeah, they're big bones. Yeah, like I love how they did the little details like that. It's so awesome. Let's see. Any other characters you guys would like to announce? Mm, no, not really. I mean, you know, the pretty much the main characters are Miguel, um, Hector, Imelda. Uh, Grandma Coco <laughs> and uh, what's his name Ernesto mm-hmm. yeah I mean like you said every everybody else is just kind of side character yeah supporting characters and they make the movie you know exactly not really much else to add to that all right let's go on to scenes uh what are some of uh y'all's favorite scenes Illy uh, when Grandma throws that chancla. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> or it's even funnier when she's like, now go get my shoe. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your fault just I threw it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because, uh, like, that's another one of those things that they added from, you know, our culture is mm-hmm. fucking chancla throwing. Like, <laughs> yeah. They'll throw whatever, you know, grandma's, mom's, oh, whatever's near you, whatever's yeah. in your hand. Yeah. That's funny. What about you, Ben? For me, it's probably the scene when he's like doing the little talent show uh, in like the downtown area mm-hmm. where he first sings Poco Loco. Yeah. Yeah, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. You know, I love the music of this movie and uh, that's festive. one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Definitely one of my favorite scenes, right? 
there. Definitely. Um, I have like three <laughs> or two. So uh, I I don't know why I love the beginning when like after like the banner scene and he's just like introducing like his grandmas and stuff and like <laughs> when he's like. Dimple, no dimple. Dimple, no dimple. Like, it's so cute because, like, I think every fucking kid's like that, like, showing what they could do or what they have. And, like, mm-hmm. when he's like, first I used to run like this, but now I run like this. Like, <laughs> he's so fucking cute. And then, of course, them just playing, like, the luchados with the grandma just sitting there. And, like, it's just, like, the cutest thing. She has, like, thing. her own mask and shit. Yeah, because, like, that's what grandparents do. Like, you're just fucking living in the moment there, playing around in your own imagination. And and they're just sitting there like, okay, yeah, yeah I'll just be here next to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it was for me. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, the bridge scene when they're finally like barely crossing over to the land of the dead. Um, it's so memorable for me because um, when I first saw it in the movie, in- at the movies, like that scene was just like breathtaking because of the colors from the orange marigolds on the bridge to the actual fucking like cityscape mm-hmm. you're like holy mm-hmm. shit like damn pixar like that's fucking amazing like yeah i think just the the graphics is what stunned me more yeah i mean it was a very vibrant scene yeah they really amazing. got the colors right for mm-hmm. this they did a lot mm-hmm. a lot of things right for this movie yeah they did amazing mm-hmm. they um, actually went out there did the research. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Actually went to Mexico, got some tequila. Oh my god. Ate <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Eat> the worm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how they got the colors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you guys think is the most iconic scene of the movie? Damn, that's a good one. Um Damn. I mean I would probably say the same scene that I thought was my favorite was when he's doing the talent show. Mm. That's one of the most iconic to me. Because uh, I feel like that was in you know the trailers and a lot of people, a lot of people in the world remember this movie because of Poco Loco and because of the music, you know. So I think that's more to me. That's one of the most iconic scenes, on top of my favorite scene. <laughs> what about you, Ellie? I'm gonna also agree with Jonathan because not only are you kind of. You're you're experiencing the the visual, visualization of of, um, <clears throat> of the underworld, um, but then you also get the music, which was I think a, a equally important and um, it was equally important to integrate that with the visual. And so I think that particular scene does a very good job of doing both aspects at the same time. Yeah. Uh, including you know, the festivity. I'm going to agree with Jonathan on that one. What about for you, Jacqueline? What's your favorite? Like, what's the most iconic scene to you? Oh, uh, the Remember Me scene when he's singing to Mama Coco. That's what I put for oh, yeah. my most iconic. Yeah. I think it was just so fucking... Ugh, it's just <laughs> so sad thinking about it. Yeah. Makes me cry every time. <laughs> Yeah, that one hit it home. Just, yeah, I can't even. Oh, I can't even explain it. It's just like you guys know. Remember me. That one. That one's a classic for me. Um. Okay, now let's go on to Easter eggs. Okay, did you guys catch any Easter eggs? 
Yeah, I mean, I spotted them right away. Like, the first one was when he was looking out the window all depressed, and you see the fucking the pizza truck. truck. Yeah, and it was the same Pizza Planet truck from Toy Story. They, they feature that truck in, like, every <laughs> Pixar movie somehow. And, yeah, like, it was funny because, like, they, they, you know, they add the little Mexican spin to it where it's, like, the, the truck going by and it's, like, the fucking truck's blasting, you know, rancheritas inside of it <laughs> or, like, you know, Spanish music. And uh, and it's like a taco delivery truck or something. Like when you slow it down, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Then um, I don't want to like go into a lot more, but I do have one more. It's like when he's walking down to the um, what's called to the plaza, and you see the little piñatas being sold mm-hmm. uh, at a little stand, and they're all from you know Pixar characters. The obvious ones you see are Buzz Lightyear, uh, Woody. From Toy Story, and then uh, Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty funny stuff. They always do that. I love Pixar. They always add Easter eggs everywhere. Uh, what about you, Ellie? Did you see anything? I honestly, I haven't watched it in a in a in spell, so I can't remember any. But you know, with Jonathan talking about it, I actually remembered the the pinatas is what I remember. Um, but other than that, I can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, there's one that I caught. Um, when Miguel's like after like oh it's actually before the piñata scene, uh when he's looking at the alebrijes on the like table that they're selling, mm-hmm. uh there's a little Dory and Nemo on the table. Oh wow! I didn't yeah, notice that one nice. Uh, that was cool. Um, and then also there's another one. Um, when uh, Hector and Miguel were um on their way to the talent show. Uh, in the background on one of the walls in the building, there was a poster of The Incredibles on there. So it was kind of like a little ad for the second movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah didn't I thought that was so cool. Like how they... And then like their faces were like like them, like Day of the Dead. They were mm. like skeletons. Like, oh, okay. Into, yeah, because they didn't really have like a nose. It was just kind of like theirs. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, those are all that I had caught. I don't know if, like, you guys caught any more. No, Or, not, like... Yeah. Some... Not really. Do you remember Skrillex? Skrillex, the DJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the... Okay, when he was on stage, right? Okay, <laughs> that guy looked like Skrillex. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The talent show. Oh, One of the guy yeah, that was, yeah. like, DJing or whatever. Why isn't, is, isn't Skrillex, like, isn't he Mexican or something? Is that why they had him in this? Is he? I don't remember. I thought he was he was he was like Hispanic somehow, I think. It's I don't know. Matt Good, right? I don't know his name. Uh he was leading her from first to last. Do you remember that? But I don't remember if Matt Good was him or it's the new guy. I always forget. His name's Sonny Moore. He's from Los Angeles, maybe he's Hispanic, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But he also comes out in, um, what's it called? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Sorry. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. He's a DJ for their house party when they're oh. celebrating their... Um, That's cute. Yeah, when they're celebrating their anniversary. Hmm. I've actually never seen Wreck-It Ralph, Me any of either. them. Really? Wreck-It Ralph is really good. Really? The first one's better than the second one, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to give those a shot. Yeah, I haven't seen any. It just says that both of his friends were Scientologists. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, good to know. I saw that too. I was like, hmm. 
Oh, he was actually adopted at birth. Never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. It says right here. Moro would attend punk gigs in Mexican-American neighborhoods in East and South Los Angeles. Maybe he's Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was just around the Mexican-American scene, so I guess. <laughs> I guess he's somewhat beaner. I'm wondering if there's like a, a deeper connection between Skrillex and Pixar now. Yeah, who knows? Like if after after that Rick Ralph movie, if, there, if maybe that like contributes somehow. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's apparently a beloved character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now moving on to quotes. Name some of your uh, favorite quotes. Do you guys have any? I do, I do. You do? I'm surprised. Which ones do you have? I know. My best one, my favorite one was, um, never name a street dog. They follow you forever. <laughs> now go get my shoe. <laughs> and the reason why I picked that is because my parents are always, well, my parents and now Bosco does. Um, they're always telling me not to name any of the street cats. <laughs> or feed them. <laughs> or feed them. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. That was my favorite one. What about you, Jonathan? Mm, I don't know. Say yours first. I'm still thinking. <laughs> um, well, I guess this is more like a, a scene, but like that quote too. But like uh, when Mama Imelda starts singing La Llorona to him, mm-hmm. and then she she's like, I understand. Like, I love music and all this. And uh, he was like, we'll see, like, like that's what families are for. Like they're supposed to support each other. Like he's so he's like that. This ugh, that is what families are supposed to do: support you, but you never will. Like I don't know why that like sticks. I guess because again, like Mexican families are like always so harsh, and like want you to do better than what like you want to do. I I think I like that one a lot. That was really good. Yeah, apparently they're. I mean, they're one of my favorite ones is. And they say never underestimate the power of music. I know he said that a couple times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that I mean, no lie. That's you know, that's something that's really awesome. Like that's true because um you remember the song he sang at the party, Ernesto's party? Um uh what's it called again? Music oh, is uh The World is Mi Familia. Yeah, the world is mi familia. It's like, you know, it's saying, you know, music's a universal language mm-hmm. and the world mm-hmm. is your familia, like that's how you talk to everyone. Um, regardless of of language, you could talk to people through music. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there is a, an iconic quote? I guess that people would know off the bat. I don't think so. I know uh, that that one's a hard one. I don't. I don't think I would. I I picked this one because I think it was kind of detrimental to the movie. Um, success doesn't come for free. You have to do whatever it takes to see you to the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's how how it can be very inspirational, but at the same time can be super evil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It goes back to the whole light, cheat, steal, or kill. Okay, now let's move on to the next segment. Remember me each time you hear a sad guitar. Know that I'm with you. The only way that I can be. So, do you guys remember the first time you saw this movie? 
Who were you with? Jonathan? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I remember. Like, we saw it pretty much when it came out on opening weekend. Me and you went to go watch it. We saw it was Pixar, and uh, it's fucking Mexican shit. So, <laughs> it's like, oh, we got to watch this one, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we went to go. I went once to go watch it with you. And, yeah, it was, it was sick. And I cried at the end like a little bitch. But oh, my God. <laughs> it was, it's such a good movie. What about you, Illy? I think I waited till it came out on video. Really? Surprise. Yeah. I don't remember why, but I'm pretty sure I waited till it came out on video. Hmm. Or on on video. That's yeah. Funny. Um, when <laughs> With, it came out, yeah, general release. I don't know what you call it, but. Yeah. Digital. DVD. Digital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, it was probably with Bosco, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Of course. See, like we have our our movie buddies always. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was with Jonathan. And I know, like uh, a couple of days later, like I fucking love that movie so much. I was like, "Mom, Dad, you guys like really have to watch this." Let's so I, go watch yeah, it. so we saw it again. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Like again, still crying." Like, <laughs> the same. Um, uh, the movie. I want to say I probably didn't watch it because of YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, bro, dude, that was your crazy semester. Oh, was it that time I was getting like three hours of sleep? Yeah. Because <laughs> that was when we were in uh, patrology. Oh, yeah. So I had like 21 credit hours and I was drinking that weird coffee at five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the movie poster... Uh, of course, uh, it's Miguel and Hector, and they're uh, like playing with their guitars on the Marigold Bridge uh, with the Land of the Dead behind them. Uh, what do you guys think of that cover? Would you awesome. change anything? I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> it's perfect Wait, as is. Is the Alebrije on there? No. Illy <laughs> 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 would put the fucking cat on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would. True. I mean, I could see that, like having the Dalibrijas in the background. At least Dante. Even itty bitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Dante's so cute. Flying in the background. That you know, I've never seen those dogs. Those uh, Zolo dogs. That's what they're called, right? I. Those hairless Mexican I've seen dogs. Pictures of them, but I've never seen one in person. Yeah, me either. Yeah. They're kind of um, weird looking. Probably fucking ugly. Um, They're strange looking for sure. Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the soundtrack. Uh, what is y'all's favorite song from the film? Uh, I think mine's The World Is Me Familia. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. What about you, Eli? Uh, The song that Hector sings to his friend when he's you know, doing his final death. It's Juanita, yeah. right? Juanita, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, mine is Un Poco Loco. I <laughs> fucking love that song. I think it's fucking cute. I love that song so much. Horrible. <laughs> uh, do you guys get any, like, sad memories, happy memories when you hear these songs? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's probably Remember Me at the very end of the movie. Yeah, That shit sure. make, gets me every fucking time it gets me. Eesh. Yeah. Yeah, that, 
Yeah, that's fucking sad. <laughs> do you do that thing where you tilt your head backwards yeah. so that gravity doesn't let the tears fall? Yeah. Not just that, but also not to even look at it. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to fucking look at it. I'll start crying. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just hits the feels, you know? Like, really no matter does. if, no matter if you, you know, everyone's lost somebody sometime. Yeah. Even if it's not your grandma or your grandpa or. It just, I don't know, it makes you feel sad because there are those people that are forgotten and yeah, there's, I don't know, like, you know, just, I just don't know how to explain it. Like, it just, it hits you in the feels. Like It does. No matter what, someone's gone through something and it just reminds you of that moment of, of death and of the people that, you know, you're not always thinking of because they're not, they're gone, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think the only happy song is uh, Un Poco Loco for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys put up an ofrenda or have you ever put up an ofrenda? Does your family do it? Mine doesn't. Uh, my family's never really celebrated Day of the Dead or Dia de los Muertos. Uh, they've always taken on the American propaganda. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, no, not really. I mean, I've never... I'm trying to think if any of my, like... Mexican family because like I have a lot of family in Mexico mm-hmm. and I can't I don't think they've ever done it here like where I've seen it uh like actually seen it but yeah I don't think so no no <laughs> uh, long story short no <laughs> oh my god what about you really <laughs> uh we don't do an ofrenda like well First off, we don't really do ofrendas, or we don't really celebrate um, Dia de los Muertos. Um, and I think there are maybe a couple of instances where I do remember my family um, celebrating it, but it was a, lo- a little different than what is depicted in, in the uh, film. Um, I remember uh, I was probably a teenager, about 14 years of age, and uh, we traveled into Mexico. Uh, because most of my, well, all my family actually comes from um, Chihuahua, but um, my mother's family is still in Chihuahua. And <laughs> I'm sorry, all I hear is shooting. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can hear everything. <laughs> Talking about death, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Is that <laughs> it's like you're just trying to talk about it and you just <laughs> you just are shooting. Oh god, it's so awful. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, it's my god, you guys should have told me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I was like trying to listen to you. Oh, it's fine. I didn't want to interrupt I you. You guys are going. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was trying not to me. laugh. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Um. No, but yeah, we just we just like um went to the yard and kind of fixed the graves a little bit. Mm. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know my my family never celebrated it. Like we didn't make it like a big thing, uh, but I know that like uh, whenever we'd go to church, we'd always see the 
ofrendas up though and i remember even since i was little i'd be ask, asking my mom like what is that because if i can recall i don't remember them <laughs> teaching us that in catholic school mm. um it might have just been my school i don't know if other people who went to parochial schools know but did both of you grow up catholic yeah 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 i did yeah See, I don't know if it has anything to do with Catholicism, but I can certainly say that the fact that my family didn't grow up Catholic might be the reason why we didn't really celebrate it. And when we did, we celebrated it in Mexico with my other fa- with the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. But like, they definitely, you know, celebrated Catholic traditions. And I, I know it must have a, a deeper and broader meaning than just uh, you know being tied to Catholicism. But yeah. Um, that and also, you know, us three grew up here in the United States, so I feel like that has a lot to do also with, um, you know, certain traditions being lost, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, or at least, I don't know, that's my opinion of it. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but I I wonder if, like, everybody in Mexico celebrates it, because from my understanding, I think it originated in Spain and kind of just traveled here. I might be wrong, though, whatever... Maybe I read, but um, I think it might just be like a broad um, Latino tradition. But yeah, then again, I like might totally be wrong, so don't like quote me on that. But I would love to know more about it. Yeah, it's it would be definitely interesting to figure or find out what other Hispanic cultures actually celebrate this. You know, yeah, what the origins are, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, so does I know we kind of briefly talked about this, but does this bring back memories from childhood? Uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, not the friend though. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I already kind of briefly talked about that. Um, you know, takes you back to when you were a little kid mm-hmm. growing up, and just the little things. You know, like when you're when the grandma's trying to feed Miguel. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "No, I'm good, thank you." And then she's like, "Here, have some more." Like they just keep feeding you. Even though you're not hungry. Yes. We've all gone through that as Mexican kids. They're the <laughs> reason up. why I'm fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah every time fun. I show up to my grandma's, oh, mijo, are you hungry? Like, no, grandma, I'm good. And she still serves your <laughs> plate. It's like, God damn it. I just told you I wasn't fucking hungry. Like, <laughs> yeah, just little things like that. And um, anything else that... Like, you're cheapless. So your grandma literally makes you homemade tortillas. Yeah. Like, also for me, another thing that brings back memories was, you know, at the end with Mama Coco, or just like seeing her from the beginning. Uh, I had, uh, she wasn't my grandma, but she wasn't my great aunt. So she was my grandma's sister. Well, not, yeah, it wasn't my great aunt. It was like my aunt. Mm -hmm. But she was my grandma's sister. So she reminds me of that because we all have someone in the family that looks like Grandma Coco. You know, they're like really <laughs> old. And I thought they nailed the like how she looks like. Yeah, they look just like that. Like all Hispanic grandmas when they're really old With look the like that. Pelitos on her chin. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> her little brittle bones on her hands, you know, and yeah. just the way they're just there chilling, you know, just like with a little smile, you know, <laughs> with their eyes almost like closed, you know, pretty much. Yeah, yeah and this reminded me of one of my. One of my aunts, and she was always like that. And you know, I miss her dearly. She, she was uh, like every time we'd go over to her house, she would always make me food too. All <laughs> kinds of, yeah, it's just one of those things that reminds you of loved yeah. ones. 
What about you, Ellie? Um, the same. Um, I remember um, before my grandma died, um, I remember that she was kind of like Mama Goko, where she's just kind of kind of just there, not really kind of in the present, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't want to use senile, but... Yeah, I, I understand, though, like, you know what, what word. About? Yeah. <laughs> what word is that I'm looking for? But, so my grandma was uh, blind, and she, she was starting to lose her hearing already, and so, like, it was so hard to communicate with her. You know, you'd have to, like, grab her hand and tell her, mm-hmm. like, shout at her, yeah. <laughs> it's me, you know. <laughs> yeah. I I just remember that and um you know, she couldn't move around much. And it brings a pain mm-hmm. um because I didn't really unfortunately get to um get to know her very well because uh I actually kind of lost my Spanish in my uh my mid years like um I would say between eight and 16 i lost i lost my spanish i had a hard time communicating with my parents uh with my family members because somehow i forgot my spanish Hmm. um so you know there's definitely a language barrier with my family um so yeah it kind of brings up you know little things here and there the dynamics of family life i think yeah um and yeah, I think I think that's going to add. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I always think of my grandpa. I, I whenever I watch this movie, and uh, we did lose him in 2015, uh, and just everything about it, like how how she just like chills there, like without saying anything. Like that was my grandpa. Like he would just just sit there mm-hmm. while all of us are just like yelling, like. <laughs> Like, he was just chilling there. And, like, even his <laughs> eyes, like, how they did her eyes, like, how it's, like, the wrinkles just, like, bagging down. Like, that's mm-hmm. how it was with my grandpa. He used to always pull up his skin so I could see his eyes. He'd get so mad at me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, everything about it just, and, you know, like, my grandma, too. Like, she always wants to feed me, like, still to this day, whenever I go back home. Mija, are you hungry? I'll make you breakfast. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, grandma. Like, it's fine like you know but i i like telling her to make me food too because like it makes her so happy like it brightens her days so i'm like okay um Cute. yeah like i i think i can relate a lot just like you guys you know um but it does remind me of everything and it makes me want to start creating ofrendas <laughs> i know i, I remember yeah, same here. yeah and like i know i, I remember the dead every day you know I, I see their pictures every day i have my grandpa's picture on my dresser but yeah i mean i would like to do a little ofrenda i think that would be really cute and you know represent my culture <laughs> mm-hmm. but leaving that sad note <laughs> i'm starting to make it like really sad but, <laughs> but it's a very depressing podcast i know <laughs> But, you know, and, and it is, it's about remembering our loved ones. Like, we're remembering them through good memories and not the bad. And kind of, yeah, maybe they did suffer along the way. I know my grandpa sure as hell did, but mm-hmm. I'll always remember his legacy, you know. That's always a, 
hits home. So, let's move on to our next one. I think you guys know what this is. It's trivia! Trivia time! No, what, yes. is, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't have that many questions. <laughs> I only have like three questions. Uh, I think this was hard because I was more focused on like the Easter eggs and all that stuff. But... Um, but yeah, let's let's test you guys with these three little questions. Okay, I'm gonna fail horrendously. <laughs> nah. Okay, wait. Let me. Okay. So, what color was Mama Coco's luchador mask? Uh, I think I know this one. Hmm. Do we have to like both answer, give different answers, or? Yeah. Well, whatever you would say your answer, and then Illy would say hers. Uh, it was blue. Well, what's your answer, Illy? I was gonna say pink. <laughs> You're both wrong. It's purple. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Miguel's was well, was blue. Blue and pink together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what the fuck? Wrong. Should, should be half a point. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what is the name of the town Miguel is from? Fuck! I don't remember this at all. Sheesh. Just Ernesto's from I there didn't too. Know I had it. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, he even says it. He's like, "I'm from so and so, and that's where Ernesto's from, or like vice versa." Oh whatever. my god, it's so you're so right, but I, know. I wouldn't even be able to know. Is this is this a fictional place or a real place? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I wonder. It might be fictional. I want to say you can't look it up, Jonathan. Do you give up? Both mm, of you. It was. <laughs> I don't remember if it was real or not. Five, four. I'm going to go with Santa Teresa. No. It's Santa Cecilia. I knew it was Santa, Santa something. Cecilia. <laughs> I know it was some, Santa something. God damn it. Okay. Y'all got to get this next one right. Good thing I only oh. have three questions. <laughs> Y'all suck today. <laughs> um, It's a double answer. So... What year and how did Ernesto die? What year? Yeah, what like, year did he die and how did he die? Are we talking about the real death or the... Or well, the oh, <laughs> the, the first death. <laughs> well, obviously, he died from a big-ass bow falling on his head. Or okay, you got, on top of him. you got half that. Oh, Sorry, Illy. <laughs> we were... At I was least thinking, the, I was thinking what? Darn it. <laughs> what were no, you thinking? Sorry about it. <laughs> I was thinking the wrong character. <laughs> Who are you thinking? Hector. Just thinking of Chorizo. Oh. I was going to say Chorizo. <laughs> Chorizo. No. Okay, what year did he die? Um, I'm going to take a huge random guess and say... 1940. What do you think, Ellie? I was going to say 1940 as well. Mm. 1942. 1942. God damn it. That was, that was, that was all, close enough. That was close enough. Yeah. Oh. So that was trivia. Sorry, One it was kind of lame. <laughs> I didn't have good questions this time. <laughs> no, actually, that was pretty good, I think. It's good because we got them all fucking wrong. Yeah. Oh you get nothing. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that was good. 
<laughs> Fuck it. All right, Sanja, did you know? Okay, I got three of them. So, um, when you see anyone play the guitar in the film, they're actually playing the correct notes. Using videos of musicians who had cameras attached to their guitars as a reference, animators were able to make the guitar playing in the movie authentic. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's dope. Just has, That's just how far technology is coming. Yeah, it's so yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they have four fingers or five fingers? Five. <laughs> <laughs> five fingers. I was just wondering, because most animation only does four. Mm. So then oh, I was thinking, wait a minute, well, what about the guitar chords, you know? That's true. So, I'm pretty sure they have five. They make them with five. Yeah. <laughs> Real people, <Italy. laughs> Um, The movie is Mexico's highest grossing movie ever. Wow. Uh, Marvel the Avengers previously held that record, that title. That's awesome. Yeah. Like the Avengers? That's crazy. Of course, Mexico. Like, especially because they made a Spanish version. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all Mexican heritage. So, And it was released in Mexico first. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was? Mm hmm. They released that That's first. Cool. And then, I don't think by much. It might have been like a month. I think they did it in time for Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this obviously was, like, a month after for us. Um, and then my last one, um, the film took six years to complete. Damn. Which is oh. basically every Pixar movie, because I know Cars took six years, too. Yeah, I wonder why it takes them that long. I don't know. I guess they go through different stuff, but um, Incredibles took way longer than that. Yeah. Took, I think it was maybe because they had a lot of projects going on. Probably. That they put it on hold, and then once they finish project, then they jump to the next. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at this year, Onward was released from Pixar, and then Souls, the next movie that's going to be released from Pixar, mm. that's within the same year. So They might have started that, like, years ago. Definitely, definitely. And I'm sure the the very last things that go into the movies are the voice acting and stuff. So, yeah. I think that's the mm-hmm. last touches that they do. Yeah. Huh. Um, did you guys like find any, I guess, like, did you know stuff or that I did heard? No. You, Illy? Did you know? No. No, I didn't. No, I was trying. I think I like, again, I paid more attention to like Easter eggs and <laughs> than this, but I thought those were pretty cool facts. Like just. I got some fun facts from Coco. What's up? Um, there are, there are bone-shaped paving stones in the streets of the Land of the Dead. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, another one is marigolds are the only living plants you will see in the Land of the Dead. Because mm-hmm. they lead the way to the... Yeah, it's bridge, the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, Dante's breed is Zillow... Do you know how to say it, Illy? Zillow... I think it's Zolo. Kuni, no? But... But the whole name. The X is kind of like a sh, like an because S. Because like that. Oh. Oh, which is a national dog of Mexico. I think we all knew that, right? That's. Oh, I think it is Cholo. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how to say it exactly, like the full name, but yeah, it's the national dog, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Quintil. How about how about this one? Ernesto de la Cruz was animated, so. Uh, so exactly that even his Adam's apple moves when he sings. Mm, that's yeah. so cool. Oh. The little details. So apparently there were 500 individual pieces of clothing created for crowd characters. Damn. Wow. A cleft on Ernesto de la Cruz's chin 
It's visible on both his living self and his land of the dead self. <laughs> and that's all I got. <laughs> that's cool, though. Yeah. So during the first year of production, the team deeply researched Mexican culture and Dia de los Muertos. So that's just one year of just research. Uh, one of the late changes was the inclusion of Dante the dog. According to the filmmakers, Coco is different from all their previous productions because of its heavy reliance on music. Because <laughs> they, you know, them they never they never do music in movies. Yeah, that's like one of the factors that you know different different makes them different from regular Disney movies. Yeah, is the music they that's don't like true. doing musicals. There's no music numbers on it. Um, the different um, Mexican genres, musical genres that Coco incorporates are Wapango, Jarocho, Ranchera, and Baladas inspired by the classics of the golden era of Mexican cinema. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and you add some bachata, some reggaeton. Oh <laughs> some cumbia king. He ain't gonna be on uh, Coco 2. Mm. <laughs> All right. We're wrapping that up. You guys on MySpace or? <laughs> what are your uh, <laughs> social medias, guys? If you want to give them out, Jonathan. Uh, for me, just follow me on Instagram or Twitter on Astro Raider Five for my personal account, and uh, also follow my podcast at Buzz Down Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah, go follow it, guys. Go have a listen. Italy and Jackie are regulars on there now, <laughs> so yeah, go have a listen <laughs> to that one. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you, Illy, I know we ask you all the time. <laughs> you say the same things. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. <laughs> yeah, no worries. If y'all want to reach out to Illy, just go on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lazy to describe it. <laughs> I should really just, like, choose, like, a handle and make it better so that I can be found easier. But ah. I'm so lazy. No, you're good. You don't have to cater to anybody. Yeah, I'll just keep it the same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, if you want to follow my personal account, it's Jack underscore Taurus on Snapchat and on Instagram. And then obviously, go ahead and like and follow the pod uh, at the movies podcast or at the movies pod, I should say, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget Facebook. And remember, episodes are released every Wednesday. Um, just keep tuning in. I hope you guys like my shit. And uh, if you have any comments, questions, etc., DM me. Let me know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, it was a lot of fun, especially with this this really like heart touching movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, this movie means a lot. I think to every one of us, every Hispanic, like it really does hit home. And yeah, I'm glad I got to share it with you guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Same. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Well, that's all we got for this episode. But I'll see you guys next, next Wednesday. Time. Yeah. Next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.